You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. It can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor Q&B. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. Now let's head to a story out of the UK, though it is a familiar story pretty much everywhere in the world. Despite the push for gender parity, fund managers in the United Kingdom are still overwhelmingly male. Only one in 10 of the people who run Britain's portfolios are women. Helena Morrissey is one of the success stories. She has managed billions of dollars in published best-selling books. Now she's aiming for another ambitious milestone to break a decade of stagnation in finances diversity numbers. Bloomberg Daybreak Europe host Caroline Hepker spoke with Morrissey, along with women on her new high-intensity mentoring program for those who want to get into managing big-time funds. The Northern Line, I've been commuting to the city of London on this train for decades, raised in the era of Margaret Thatcher and the city's Big Bang. Women thought that we'd be making the decisions by now and getting the rewards. But how wrong we were, the reality is that only 12% of UK fund managers are women. The person who's been at the vanguard of advancing women in the city is Helena Morrissey. Dame Helena, former CEO of Newton Investment Management, ex-chair of AJ Bell. She's advised the government and has a seat in the House of Lords. She's now putting her considerable contacts book and profile to work to get more women managing money. I do think there's an image problem that um, people look and they think, oh, fund management's not for me. It'll be very isolated to be a woman. Um, it's kind of macho environment. And I, and I think there is still, though, a bit of a sort of cultural impediment as well. Um, I think men, many men now, and especially in our industry, really are just as frustrated as the women that we're not seeing more progress. So is this Morrissey's more muscular approach to diversity? I love your expression, Caroline, muscular, because, you know, it should feel very robust. It should be like a, you've got a business objective here. Let's improve diversity of talent. Let's make sure that um, people are included when they join, if they're diverse, and let's achieve better results for our clients. Mentoring some 60 women over a year sounds modest, smaller than the intake at a big investment or law firm. There are around 1,600 UK fund managers, but only about 200 women in all. You could fit all of those women on a single London underground tube train seated. So is Morrissey's legacy achievable? 
you know, they used to call me a veteran. Now a legacy, I'm like beyond the grave next. I mean, I hope this is not sort of, you know, my parting shot, but I've always said, you know, I really don't want to leave this industry until it looks and feels very different. And for me, that means that we have, you know, as many women in it as men and um, say people expect, if they have a fund manager come and visit them and if they're a client, they have just as much expectation it's going to be a woman as a man. And that's not the case now. Meet the mentors and what they hope to pass on. My name is Rosie McMillan. I work at Fidelity International, where I'm the director of portfolio management. To say it's been an easy ride would, would, would be a, a lie. It's a case of changing mindsets, changing habits, changing deeply rooted beliefs and opening people's eyes to possibility. If gender diversity has stalled, ethnic diversity is even worse. My name is Amatunde Lawal and I work at Bearings. I'm the head of EM Corporate Debt at Bearings. I think there are certain circumstances and certain situations you find yourself in as a female portfolio manager, a female fund manager, and you feel you're swimming against the tide. I've got the intersectionality of being an ethnic minority as well as a female. And I see that come through in my own journey. Ellen Mann is a mentee. She's studying to become a chartered financial analyst, a Cambridge graduate in Japanese. She's working at Jupiter Asset Management. I'd started my career during lockdown. So I'd right. spent uh, uh, almost two years working pretty much by myself. Oh. So I just was really excited to honestly meet other people getting started and, and hear from them. I've joined a team where my... Uh, my line manager, is someone very committed to the mentor role already. So you've got a male mentor? Yes. The idea of having a mentor and the kind of check-ins with them and providing some guidance on, on how do you support someone in those career goals, I think that's very valuable, especially from the kind of gendered perspective. So cautious optimism then. Because the numbers truly are embarrassing. CityWire totted up 562 new funds launched in the UK in 2022, but only 10% are being managed by women. It's hard, though, not to be swept up by Helena Morrissey's determination. But in the 20 years that I've been covering finance, the sector has seen little change. Helena and others have a battle to move fund management forwards. I'll leave the final word, though, to Ellen. I'm hopeful, but I think my hopefulness is very much in the context of being lucky enough to be around a team who are very supportive and to have a kind of first boss who has been extremely supportive and wants me to, to flourish. You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight, athletes, actors, artists. But what about the people behind the scenes? You know, the ones who make it all happen. The lighting engineers, the sideline photographers, the caterers. They're small business masterminds. And if there's one thing they have in common, it's making their money work harder. 
That's why they have a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, where they are now earning a generous 5% annual percentage yield. Yes, 5% APY. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. And let's bring in Bloomberg Daybreak Europe host Caroline Hepker for more on this. Well done on this piece, Caroline. Thanks for being here with us. So optimism from the mentees who are trying to break this glass ceiling. But as you're pointing out in this story, it's a really thick glass ceiling to get more women into money management. It is. Nathan, I really enjoyed making um, this piece. It took me back to my days as a reporter. To me, this programme from Helena Morrissey, who is such a towering figure in the City of London, it does look practical. It's bottom up. It's trying to change these stubbornly low numbers of women in fund management. This uh, programme is in person. It's online. It goes along with doing your CFA certificate that you obviously need. Um, And Morrissey has got experience. She told me she had a lot of buy-in from leaders. But yes, it is going to be a big hill to climb. I mean, Ellen Mann, for example, that young female mentee. She's a Cambridge graduate, you know, so fluent in the way that she spoke. She pointed out she doesn't know anybody else who works in finance. And also that if you only hire, as some investment companies do, STEM graduates, let's say, rather than, you know, um, other types of graduates, that that in itself limits the pool. So things, you know, there is a long way to go. Things have to change. Helena Morrissey, though, did say, The business case has been made. Mixed teams make more money. Look at the McKinsey 2015 research. Morrissey now saying we have to change hearts and minds. But to me, I use this phrase, it's a more muscular approach to diversity. I think that's why it's really quite novel. Yeah, it's a story about hearts and minds needing to change, I would have to imagine, on a couple of levels here, not just the culture of money management firms, but perhaps getting more women into that talent pool. You mentioned that it's a bottom-up process. What does that bottom look like? Well, uh, in the UK, not great. Only 12% of uh, money managers right now are women. Uh, Globally, the figures aren't much better. 18% female fund managers around the world. Look, there are some impediments. Um, For example, that usually people who manage money only have a single line manager. So for a metrics-driven business, then you insert, you know, judgment calls around um, how how people are performing in, in the workplace. So perhaps that's one issue. Also, So again, a metrics-driven business, if you have women who take time out to have children, that then really affects, you know, how their numbers stack up. But one of the mentors said to me, this isn't just about London. The women that are being trained in this program, 60 of them come from 33 different businesses. These are global businesses. It could have a big cascade effect around the world, just as the UK's gender pay gap reporting rules that have become mandatory in recent years has also really made quite a big, big difference around the world, Nathan. You mentioned it's a metric-driven business, but there's a culture involved as well. You think about this idea of an old boys club in money Mm -hmm. management. What is it going to take? What does Dame Helena think it's going to take to break through that? 
uh, a lot of WhatsApp groups, uh, a lot mm. of, mm. Uh, you know, mentors uh, handing over their knowledge. And you heard there from uh, Omotunde Lawal about, you know, the difficulties. She was, um, you know, from Bearings uh, Asset Management, she was really excited about her EM team. She talked to me a lot about how um, the diversity of thought, diversity of background brought together ideas that made investments, you know, so, so much better. Um, and yet also that there are these significant difficulties. And, and Morrissey was really clear on this point. She wants these women that are being trained up on this programme not to just be in a team making fund management decisions, but to be the named person on that fund, i.e. to be a, quote, senior fund management you know, executive. She's absolutely kind of determined and pointed. Uh, and I think perhaps perhaps that will make the difference. Got about a minute left here, Caroline. Of course, this isn't just a UK issue. This is something that can apply uh, to money management firms around the world, really. What kind of lessons uh, did you take from your conversations that could apply uh, to businesses around the world? Yeah, I, I do think it is um, a global issue. Helena Morrissey would not commit to making her program global or indeed even permanent. It is for, for this year that the Diversity Project is doing this pathway program. But, you know, you've got to imagine that there will be a clamour for that. Indeed, she, she said that. But it is hugely important globally. And yet financial centres are very intricately connected people move around so i think that this you know diversity push in london could well make a big splash elsewhere um you know for example i also want to cite another bit of research this week from the alison rose um research the review into women creating businesses in the uk you know these these have global reach, record number of women starting businesses, but they're still struggling to get funding. Yeah, I think the Pathway Programme is fascinating. This is Bloomberg Daybreak Today, your morning brief on the stories making news from Wall Street to Washington and beyond. Look for us on your podcast feed at 6 a.m. Eastern each morning on Apple, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. You can also listen live each morning starting at 5 a.m. Wall Street time on Bloomberg 1130 in New York, Bloomberg 991 in Washington, Bloomberg 1061 in Boston, and Bloomberg 960 in San Francisco. Our flagship New York station is also available on your Amazon Alexa devices. Just say Alexa, play Bloomberg 1130. Plus, listen coast-to-coast on the Bloomberg Business app, Sirius XM Channel 119, the iHeartRadio app, and on Bloomberg.com. I'm Nathan Hager. And I'm Karen Moscow. Join us again tomorrow morning for all the news you need to start your day right here on Bloomberg Daybreak. It can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions 
alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox President Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF.